What if you could reclaim hours of free time each week, create legacy building wealth, and devote more energy to your passion projects without giving up on your career as a life-saving MD? My name is Vikram Raya, functional cardiologist, high-performance coach, and real estate expert. And I'm here to give you the tools, strategies, and solutions you need to transform your life so you can unlock your limitless potential and achieve greatness all the while freeing up your precious time. Welcome to Limitless MD. Let's dive in. Let's talk about, I know uh, in the green room, we're talking about biohacking and how we can take our our health to that next level. Do you believe anti-aging and longevity and biohacking is viable? Do you think that's the next step in our health evolution? Tell me your thoughts. So I I think that our natural um, system of living if if you just extended and said, hey, you know, how long should a human live? I think that you would say a human with a good health span, um, so adequate health and appropriate everything else, feeling good, should be 120 plus. But that's not what's happening. Our health, our, our lifespan, which is different than health, our lifespan uh, for males, Caucasian is in the 80 range, 78 to 80. And, and for females, it's a little bit higher but their health span is 10 years less than that. Um, and so the first thing, and I, I don't like the word anti-aging because I'm not against aging. I just want to have the best possible long-term outcome in the healthiest capacity I can. Um, and so I think there's a lot of things that we can do to maximize that. And the first thing is to is to ask ourselves, what are the things that are impeding our capacity. And it'll come down to metabolic inflammation. At the end of the day, how you behave cognitively, how you feel physically, it comes down to metabolic inflammation. And then you look at all the feeder units that go into it. So it's basically a functional medicine approach. You know, you wanna identify all of those aspects of your life that are detracting and all of the things that that are positive and see how they interact with each other. The fundamental basis though, will be that, metabolism? Um, Is it because you've been exposed to glyphosates and you've got a mitochondrial defect? Is it because you don't have enough sunlight and you don't produce intramitochondrial melatonin? Is it because you have too much omega-6 and you've become insulin resistant? I mean, there's so many factors. And, And that's why that interaction between our biology, our genetics, our social skills, our our cortisol production, our oxytocin, all of those things interact. And that's that's the field that I deal with in medicine. But I deal with it in a way that I, I really manage large populations of people that don't have a lot of money, but I'm trying to get them healthy because if you don't, um, we screw our healthcare system. I mean, we waste about, about two thirds of the US healthcare system is wasted in um, and resources that we could really do something else with that are easily fixable. And we're just down on the wrong pathway right now. So if you, you're giving advice to your kids or to a colleague who has done everything relatively well, pretty healthy, don't really have inflammation, reasonable metabolic health, what's next? What What are the top three to five things that you say, hey, you got to get into this? I know you've spent time with people like Dave Asprey and other you know, famous biohackers out there, but what, what based on common sense and, 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 and sort of that next level up, what do you think? Okay. So step one though, is actually make sure you're healthy because there's a huge discrepancy between what we 
presume and what is. And so there are necessary tools that we can use to identify our health status. And one of them, you know, and I can give you a whole list of them, but omega-6 to 3 fatty acid ratio is really important to understand. A gamma glutamyl transferase determining what your liver function is and making sure that it's normal, a low insulin level, um, appropriate, you know, a whole host of other factors like LDLC means absolutely nothing to me. I don't even care. And if you're on a statin because you have a high LDLC, um, that really doesn't mean much to me. Now, if you have a high LDLP, that means something to me. It's a particle count and, and that's worthwhile attaching to. So there, first get a heads up display of what you actually have. Once you've cleared those rudimentary numbers, what are the factors that are associated with it? The number one factor that we miss is sleep. I mean, sleep is absolutely necessary. And if you don't have that sleep, seven plus hours, seven to eight hours, that's really important. Another necessary element is light. The thing is that we used to get a ton of of infrared light and near-infrared light. We don't get that anymore. We don't have incandescent lights. We're not outside and we're stuck under LEDs. And we've reduced our exposure to infrared by over 90% since 1950. And that's a big deal because infrared light is, so people think melatonin is that circadian hormone that allows you to go to sleep at night. Well, that's only 5% of what melatonin does. And that's only 5% of your biologic production of melatonin. Melatonin, 95% of it is triggered by production, by activating cytochrome C with infrared light. And that melatonin is produced inside your mitochondria, and it's what it, it's what allows you to act as a potent antioxidant. It is one of our most potent antioxidant systems that we have, and it's what recovers the biogenics, uh, the bioenergetics of, of the mitochondria. So light exposure, sleep, and then you know muscle mass is the organ of longevity. If you lose your muscle mass, you're done, and so you have to do significant exercise. And I don't mean getting on some treadmill and walking. I mean, you have to lift weights because that's what determines how you do it. Now, inside that, there are other caveats. Like I encourage my patients to get into sauna. Sauna usage reduces cardiovascular risk by 65%. And that's been shown in Swedish studies. It's been shown in Finland. It's been shown in a whole host of other things. Getting into a sauna to trigger hermetic response, to, to get heat shock protein nine, to trigger that's going to give you the equivalent of running a half marathon. Do that daily. I want my patients out there doing it absolutely every day. And so I spend a lot of my time bringing patients in. Um, and I deal with a lot of patients that don't have many money. And I start off de-prescribing the meds because I got to get them off their insulin. I got to get them off their blood pressure medicine. I got to get them away from those things by changing their, their, their body habitus. I got to get their weight off. And weight is not about appearance. Weight is what it does. I mean, weight's an active organ and it produces a ton of leptin. Um, if you have a bunch, bunch of visceral fat, you're producing leptin constantly. And leptin is a potent inflammatory cytokine. And even five or 10 pounds of it is a huge deal. So those are the kind of things that that I focus in on. That's, uh, I, again, I'm just blown away by the breadth and depth of your knowledge. Um, you know, I, I get a lot of folks on the podcast, but uh, Dr. Pata, it's, it's just, it's been an absolute pleasure to speak with you and for you to share 
you know, so much information to our, our listeners, but if you're up for it, I, I'd love to keep going here. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, tell me now about, um, you know, you, you travel the world, you speak on health, you speak on finance, you speak on, you know, geopolitical issues. What, what's your, what, what drives you? What's your motivation, man? So the motivation is to leave the world in a better place. I mean, that's what all of our motivation should be. Um, and we are constantly reinventing ourselves. Um, we make commitments to our lives back when we were little kids. And we make commitments that we don't realize we've made, but they're very important to us. And so my commitment, it, which became pretty overt to me um, as my parents got older, I realized that I'd made a commitment. And that commitment was to make sure that I left this world in a better place. So I have to do everything I can to help people um, because, you know, I, I've made money. I'm okay with that. Um, I've traveled and I've I've had amazing experiences. And so now I'm doing things that I can really turn around and say, okay, look, I can I can help this population or I can help this. Um, I, I'm on the board of directors of something called Exoneration Nation. Exoneration Nation takes people who have been wrongfully committed, uh, wrongfully um, accused of crimes who are now in federal custody, who are now serving jail sentences, but for crimes they didn't commit. And so we go and we do the research and we document it and we get them out of prison. And, and a lot of them are on death row. And these are people that have been incarcerated for reasons that had nothing to do with them. I'm not saying they're great people. They did something stupid at some time or another to entangle themselves in the legal system and re-educating them so they don't do that again is critical. So you don't want to have somebody released um, for something that they didn't commit, and then they go off and commit something else. Now, the thing is, <laughs> the natural look of that is that um, what you find out is most of them, when they come out, they get, they're get they pretty sick, and a lot of them end up dying of cancer. A lot of them end up dying of metabolic inflammation and metabolic disease. So that that's always been revelatory to me, that you know here we are in a controlled feeding setting, and in, we can identify what food these people eat, and we're purposely, and they're following the American dietary guidelines exactly to the letter because that's what prisons have to do. Um, and they're the sickest population when they come out. So my my goal is always to give back. So I, I try to give back wherever I can, whether it's, you know, giving information or whether it's trying to participate. Um, right now, I mean, I'm Sikh and I'm helping build a gospel museum for African-American, for the African-American community in St. Louis. And so we're helping them put that together. Um, you know, I, I think that your your behavior has to transcend all religious lines. It, it should not be based upon color. It should not be based upon religion. You just have to find areas that you can really help in. Um, and, you know, you're going to be presented with things that are really cool and you have to seize that opportunity. And, and so that's what I'm doing. Um, and I, I try to get on podcasts to share information hoping that somebody will glean one or two things and they'll go, okay, well, that makes sense. Or I can, I can really deep dive into that. Tell me about, uh, I know, uh, I think you've written a couple of books or you have a book that uh, people can definitely pick up. Uh, I believe it's next level your life. Yeah. It's next level your life. I'm one of the authors. It's, it's uh, number one in like 41 or 42 categories and there's like 30 authors. So don't, it's not, it's nothing spectacular. I just have one chapter in it. Um, but it, what it is, is a group of uh, stories of people that are kind of doing what I'm doing. Um, and it's groups of people that have excelled in a particular area. Um, and
and trying to make a difference. Um, what, what's you know, it, it's a it's a pretty good book. I, it's a good read. Uh, it 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 tells stories through the eyes of the people that live them directly. Um, I mean, we could go on forever because every every we we all have these amazing experiences and trying to trying to codify them so other people can understand them is, is the difficulty and the challenge that we always have. Like I, I you know, I'll, I'll tell you, you have to, you almost have to like, you have to be intellectually curious constantly. But in order to be intellectually curious, you have to be brain healthy and you have to be physically healthy and you have to, you know, you, you have to reduce your stresses and then you have to almost examine things as an outsider at all times, even if you're the insider. The second that you start examining things as if you're the insider, you lose the perspective of the thing. Um, to give another concrete example of crisis. So I, I wanted to visit headhunters in, um, in New Guinea, in Papua New Guinea and in the highlands of, uh, of Indonesia. And I knew that they had just eaten that Rockefeller kid right before I got there. And this was, you know, not like right before, but like a year or two before. And I knew that they'd eaten him. And I had done enough research that I knew that if I showed up at night, they were going to think I'm an evil spirit. Now, I've traveled through a lot of cultures and I've, I've lived with Aborigines. And I know that things don't work out exactly like you help, expect because you can't ask for help and there's nobody with you and you might be stuck. And and the the laws there are not the laws anywhere else. So I knew that I had arrived at this village. And I couldn't show up at night. So I took out my, I took my canoe and I got myself in the middle of the river and stayed there all night and made sure that I didn't touch the the banks of the river. And I stayed a distance from them and then came into the, um, into the village the next day in broad daylight um, with gifts. And my gifts were, um, I remember it was a little pen that I had gotten and I gave it to the the chief of the village as, as a gift um, and it was a little pen I'd gotten from McDonald's that had a little emblem on it and it clicked and he was thought it was the greatest thing ever. And I mean, these people to them, this was amazing. And they thought that I was a good spirit because I arrived in the daytime and they didn't have to kill me. <laughs> and then I could spend the next, you know, couple of weeks with them and, and, and learn their culture and, 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 and hang out. Um, but if I had arrived at night, I would have been in trouble. I would have been eaten and the, the head, the head chief would have been wearing my glasses and they would have denied any knowledge of me. <laughs> Oh my God, this is amazing. So, um, and that's, uh, just the, the breadth and the depth of all the things you've shared is just, uh, brilliant. So thank you again, uh, Dr. Pada. Um, and, uh, his book guys is next level your life. Please find that on Amazon. And, um, what's the best way for people to get connect with you, get a hold of you? Yeah. So probably the easiest way, especially if it's a, if it's uh physicians that are interested in just having a conversation, LinkedIn is the easy way. Uh, just finding me there, Kapreet Singh Pada, P-A-D-D-A, but also uh, through our website, Red Pill Capital, and that's capital with a K, K-A-P-I-T-A-L. Um, I work with a whole bunch of folks. I do direct real estate investment. I do my own projects, plus I co-invest with people. And then sometimes I act as a GP. Um, and so I, I'm always like, I always, I, I want to dig deep into my projects um, because I, I don't, just do it for just to do the financials on it. I do it because I'm trying to make a difference and make sure the thing makes money and look at, look at situations, see where they're going to deteriorate and how, how they could be 
made better. So I spend a lot of time analyzing. Um, and I've done it long enough that I, I don't, you know, I don't get stuck in paralysis. Cause I mean, that's the other thing. A lot of physicians, we get stuck in paralysis because we think it has to be perfect and, and, and perfect is not the answer. The answer is cover your downside and keep moving forward and, and, and take micro jumps. You don't, you don't have to make a home run on every single deal. There's deals you're going to make home runs and beyond. And there's some deals you're going to, it's just going to be a base hit and understand that. And if you do it that way, you end up doing a lot better. Awesome guys. Well, you heard it guys. As we wrap up here uh, again, thanks again for listening into the podcast. And again, until next time, be phenomenal. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Limitless MD. If you found value from this episode, I encourage you to share this episode with a friend and let me know by leaving a review. For more information, make sure you check out the links in the show notes below or simply visit VikramRaya.com. So until next time, my friends, be phenomenal.